Hey, what's up, Anchor Fam? This is Dr. Safi here. Boy, have I got a story for you. For the past few days, I've been mentoring some students, going in-depth into their professional careers. And uh, one story really stands out. This student, if you look at his resume, really phenomenal level of experience. He has a strong background in research, multiple publications, multiple poster presentations accepted at national conferences. I mean, this is really the makings of an incredible doctor. And however, he is getting some mentoring because he's kind of in a bind. He has been applying for residency for the past couple years. And what he admits and confesses to me is that he has a couple red flags. And those red flags is that in one instance, he barely passed one of his board exams. He passed, but he barely did. And in the other instance, he failed the board exam. And then on the second attempt, he did much better. And and so, yeah, those are red flags. But what was surprising to me was not that he wasn't getting in to residency positions. What was surprising to me was the advice that he had been given in his prior admission cycles. Now, get this. Here you have a phenomenal makings of a doctor. Really enthusiastic, hardworking, able to put in the time and the effort, and really passionate about his interests. And yet he struggles with test-taking. And this is what he was told. He was told to say, oh, you know, I didn't do well on that exam. I failed that exam because of some extraneous circumstance, some family, you know, uh, basically death in the family, sickness in the family, something of that sort really caused him to do incredibly poor on that board exam. The problem with that sort of advice is that it's disingenuous. I mean, it's falsifying the reality of the situation. And that level of cognitive dissonance really showed up on his interviews. And uh, I think maybe one of the reasons why he didn't get a position. So my advice to him was entirely different, was to really own up to your faults. And I think that's, that's what everyone should do realize your strengths and his strength clearly is to be passionate about medicine to really be hard working put in the time and to also own up to his strengths that he's not a strong test taker now mind you he has been working on that weakness because that is a significant weakness when you look at the overall schema of things not life but really just the application cycle for uh, medical professions that you need to be better or decent at test taking and and that's what he did he recognized that fault and started getting coaching and started being tutored and and really took his test taking skills to the next level and when he did that he passed i mean he was a strong pass really i mean if you look at his scores his very competitive scores in his later board exam after having failed it just one month prior so it, it it's kind of an attestation to the strength of his application and his clinical knowledge so really at the end of the day my advice is that we all should operate from a very high level of transparency and a very high level of integrity. These are the core ideals 
of what it means to be a professional. And I encourage you and myself and anyone else listening to this, anyone else that you can touch or reach to really operate at a very high ethical, moral level of professionalism because that's what this profession needs. We need ethical professionals who are motivated and able and desiring to put in that work.